wall. Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. 2022. And Happy New Year because it's as probably... Because well <laughs> as we record this, is this the earliest or the latest? Or the latest we've ever recorded a podcast. I want to say yes on both accounts. Um, I guess it depends on your perspective, but as I record this right now, it is 3.55 a.m. December the 28th. Wow. We had a party December the 26th. And December the 27th did not happen, <laughs> as far as my calendar is concerned. It happened for a little while for me, but not much. <laughs> it was, t- December 27th made a brief appearance for me, it, or I yeah, made a brief appearance for it. I made a brief appearance. I was up during some of December 27th, <laughs> but... The day the, that time forgot. I, I really wasn't that active. <laughs> mm. Which I'd started watching uh, the new episodes of Doom Patrol, and it's it's pretty good. Um, one thing I was going to get to here in a minute, I guess the only announcement I, I wanted to make, because I'm going to get this out before New Year's, is we got a big New Year's show in Bessemer, Alabama at The Mill. Are you going to that? Are you going to make it? Yeah. I oh. should be able to. Good. Uh, I love The Mill, man, and they love us. Uh, when we got done with our set, you know, you never know. Especially with a band like us. We get done and there was people came up. One guy in particular, he was like, man, finally somebody come up in here playing some metal. Well, you remember and the I guy, said, man, finally somebody wants to hear it. <laughs> you remember the guy that come bought our merch before we even started? Like all of it? Yeah, he bought one of everything. He's like, man, if y'all were anything as good as what your merch looks like, I, man, it's going to be awesome. You know, branding is, is a big thing. You know, that, that did a lot for this podcast when we really stepped up our game visually people take you more seriously and we do have some really good merch right now yeah it's selling well i mean we went to that one place and sold shirts and they don't even know who we were we weren't even playing no well at that devast well i'm wearing the t-shirt devastation fest yeah but uh yeah it uh we do have we do have some good good t-shirts and stuff right now and they are selling well matter of fact Y'all had to go reorder me the, and, the big plus sizes. Yeah, me and Sean. Which guarantees we'll sell more this New Year's. Oh, God, yeah. So if you're listening to this and you want a Kill J shirt. And you're above the uh, large size, we do have you covered now. I tell you what, I will give you a real pop culture exclusive. If you're really inside the continental U.S., sorry for our European friends, I can't do free shipping for you. If you order 
a Killjoy shirt and mention the podcast, I will give you free shipping. At least for now. Oh, wow. I mean, shipping's high right now. Yeah. I'm eating like probably 10 bucks at least. If you wanted anything other than snail mail, yeah. I'm going to say through, because somebody listens to this five years from now. I'll be we'll like, say what? through January. Through we'll January. say between the, the, the next podcast. January. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll do another podcast. Uh, we This is the only one in December, I think. When did episode 190 right. air? It aired November the 27th. No, yeah. Right after 27th. Thanksgiving. And this is right after Christmas. Maybe we'll do another one right after New Year's. And I tell you what, it's really cold in the southeast right now. Man, everybody's got blizzards going on. We had snow. And for those of you listening that aren't from this area, you're probably like, oh my gosh, you guys have no idea. That's true, but we're just not equipped to deal with this kind of temperature. Uh, because, I mean, in the summers, our heat index gets up to 120 degrees. Yeah. We're and not used to cold. It's in the shade. Cold don't happen here. Matter of fact, I only remember one time it being in the below zero when I was a kid. I think it has since then. But we were in the single digits of temperature. Well, we've had three major ice storms in the last 22 years that I can remember. Yeah, major as in, you know, again, if you live up north, that would have been just like a Sunday. But no, I mean, it, but shut, here it down shut down everything for two weeks. No power, no water, no. Yeah, the other no day, work. <laughs> uh, the other day I was getting ready to go to bed and the power went out. And I was like, okay. Everything I have at the moment is is electric <laughs> heat, and oh. it's twenty degrees outside. I was like, "How long do I have before it starts getting really uncomfortable in here? Like, how well is my house insulated?" And then I get on Facebook, and I and if I'd have saw this before the power went out, I would have thought it was fake. But they they are issuing man like blackouts, roaming blackouts yeah. throughout the area. To compensate for the massive surge of energy yep. it's taking to keep everything warm down here. It's uh they it's a real thing. Chickasaw County, three nights in a row they did power outages, which we got gas heat, so I wasn't worried about that. Well, uh one year it came a bad snowstorm and there was a lot of power line breakages and I was prepared. Uh, I hung blankets in my living room to separate it from the rest oh, of the house. Yeah. And I had my firewood situation on point. I had a lot of cut split firewood. I built up a big fire in the fireplace. I was on point with my back stock of like food and stuff. I had plenty of meat in the deep freeze. I got a charcoal and a gas grill. So I was able to prepare and cook food. And you had plenty of stay, beer. Everybody slept in the living room. I had beer. I had whiskey. <laughs> this time, I was like, uh-oh. What would I actually do right now if the power didn't come back on? But it came on back on within 30 minutes, and they said don't even call your power company unless it's out for 45 minutes or more. But I was like, kind of like, okay, my preparedness, it kind of put me in check. Well, you know, I think he was like a lot of people. We seen where the temperature said it was going to get to 6 degrees, negative 13 wind chill, and we was like, it don't get that cold in Mississippi. It's not going to get near that cold. And, oh, yes, it did. <laughs> yeah. But we're nice and cozy right now inside the uh, 
the podcast studio out at the Kiljay Ranch. And uh, let's start talking about stuff, man, other than the weather. Uh, I covered the New Year's gig. Um, I want to talk to you about Christmas movies. We talk a lot about Halloween movies because we're such big horror fans. Well, that was fans. something I was going to bring up, but I hadn't looked at your notes. I just jotted down three movies that I always watch every Christmas. There's obviously, you know, I talk about all the time the movies I watch during the month of October. And some of them, I always want to watch new ones, but then also, you know, there's some that just reoccur that I never miss. Now, it's, it's to the point I think it would almost be bad luck or a jinx or something yeah. if I missed these movies. But the main ones that come to mind that I repeat every year is Christmas National Vacation, Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Elf, and Scrooged. Which- National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That is my Christmas movie every year. So that's when you always... And I haven't watched it this year. Well, you kind of did. We had it going. No, we had Vegas Vacation going. But then then after that, they played... Well, we had movies going in here and in the house. But I know it was played at least once in the house. Oh, because I couldn't find it. I looked at all of our streaming services and couldn't find it. There's one free service that plays it. Okay. I I don't know if it's... Freebie or Tubi or some of the one but of those. I've got it on DVD at the house. If you've got a fire stick, you can hit the little microphone and just say Christmas Vacation, and it'll find it for you. I don't have. Well, one most of the most of the even though I think the Roku boxes do that, yeah. but I don't have one of those. Which that's something I really want to get since I've got decent internet now. And we had that debate already, but it's worth mentioning on the podcast. I had an epiphany about Christmas Vacation. Well, you had your thought on vacations they, in general. They stayed home. They didn't go anywhere. That's the opposite of a vacation, like spring break, fall break. Well, you know, spring break. Is I would call that Christmas. I've been on Christmas break because I haven't been at work. A vacation is when you pack up some shit and go somewhere. To me, see, and I disagree. A vacation is any time where I don't have to get up and go to work. To other me, than the weekend, by definition, I would say that's a break because you're taking a break from work. But if you go somewhere, and I mean, and our English friends would call it a holiday, you're going on vacation. You're throwing some aloe vera, some suntan lotion, a funny hat, some glasses, a Hawaiian shirt for Christmas vacation. <laughs> oh, no, you're going. Are you so- going? <laughs> <laughs> I've never gone on vacation during Christmas. I don't think. But uh, I don't know. I think it's it's becoming more. They called it vacation back then, but now I think if they made it today, it would be called Christmas break. Well, I remember when I was growing up. Anytime we was out of school, it was vacation. It was summer vacation. Then what do you call it when you go to the beach? I just go into the beach because I can load up now anytime I want to and just go to the beach. <laughs> well, hello, Mister Fancy Pants. Take me with you. Well, I would, but you wouldn't come with me. Okay, I'll bet you I will. <laughs> but no, I mean, I have the opportunity now to where if I want to go uh, Friday after work. Well, you're just saying you're grown now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go to the beach. We're all grown up. But vacation to me is anytime I'm off work. Oh, and by the way, speaking of the power outage, I had notes and uh, I didn't save them. So I had to start over, but I'm pretty sure I, I got everything that was on my original notes. I had trouble finding this one article, and I wanted to talk about it because so much has changed in the DC universe right now as far as what's going to happen, what's not going to ha- happen. And uh, this article from Yahoo News is literally called Who's In and Who's Out of DC's Movie Universe So Far. You know, I think that was the one I was reading off to you all ago. 
Um, surprisingly, Henry Cavill as Superman is out. But I wonder, this is no spoiler, but how are they going to do Black Adam 2? It's, if it's not one? a spoiler because that is the worst kept secret cameo it of really anything was. in the world. I knew I about it before I even watched oh, the movie. Oh, yeah, way before, which I'm going to jump around a little bit because like conspiracy theories, everything's connected. Um, but I watched Black Adam and I liked it. But there was a weird uh, information stream going on about that movie because it was at first the, the reports were that it was a flop. Then the next thing you know, it's like, oh uh, no, it wasn't. It it was a great success critically and financially. You know, and, there was a and then now they're trying all to, about it's, that. Yeah, it's almost like it's like each side is trying to say, you know. It sucked or it was great, and nobody can agree, but I watched it, and I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was good. But, you know, uh, Dwayne Johnson really pushed heavily for Henry Cavill to do a cameo, and once he did, wasn't it Cavill himself announced, I'm back, I'm Superman again? No. Or like, I'm going to be back. And now it's the report is that he's not. He said that there was no report of him not being the next Superman, and then all of a sudden, James Gunn and them come out and said, "Oh yeah, uh, Henry Cavill's no longer our new super, our next Superman." Blah 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 blah. And a lot of people speculated that that's why he's out as the Witcher because he was getting ready to go be Superman again. That's what I read in the article that he didn't sign back up for the Witcher because of that, and now it's too late for him to do be episode or season. Five, which we get one more season, yeah, of him as the Witcher, and then the one after that, he's not going to be another one that just came out. It's a prequel, so yes. And did you say you started it? No, I have not started. I it haven't yet. either. I think Clint said he Clint started. had started it. We yeah. talked about it on D and D the other day, which we I will have to do, do. Don't let me forget to talk about our cool little Christmas campaign we did, a little one shot. Um, uh, but we live in a world where speculation and fact kind of melt together as far as like where we're, we're not just reading this stuff from reputable just randos sources. like me and you like yeah. reputable sources don't agree sometimes and you get in this like even this thing with, on Twitter which I'll get to in a minute where there's speculation and then like the person will come out and, and, and give you a different thought or, or something it's I don't know I, I know that we're living in a, t- a time where Superhero movies are still the shit. You, so we need Superman. They're, they're still top. Super, we need a Superman. Because Superman is the superhero that started it all, some would argue. Most would argue. And we don't need to be in a world where superhero movies are the top thing and we don't have a Superman. Yeah. But and Henry Cavill has been what our fourth or fifth Superman, something like that. It depends on what you count the shows, the movies. I mean, well, I'm not in cinematically. The shows, if you just count the movies, well, I guess if you count the movies, you got Reeves, you got Reeves, Reeves Ralph, you got uh, Rolf, Brandon Routh, and then Henry Cavill. Is that it? And then Rolf, Ralph came back for one. That wasn't a movie though. Was that not a movie? We're talking about cinematically, because there's been a lot of Superman on the small screen. No, he came back from one of those crises, which he did a great job as the uh, 
what Superman version was that? The Crisis Superman? Uh, yeah, but I can't remember which it's one. It's basically it was. from the comic books. Yeah. Robert Pattinson as Batman is still in. Of which course, we know they're, they're working on a, a Batman Bat- 2. But it's not going to be out till 2025. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Why does it take them so long to make Batman movies? Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman probably out, but it's complicated. That's and, what it says here. And they said uh, Wonder Woman 3 has been canceled, but not indefinitely yet. Because the woman that was doing it quit because she got into it with the execs. So, yeah, they're Patty Jenkins. She just quit. Patty Jenkins, who now hopes to continue her work on Rogue Squadron for Lucasfilm, her current script for what would have been her last Wonder Woman movie, this means likely means that Gal Gadot will won't return, but we don't know for sure. James Gunn recently corrected fans on social media about the actress's future, pushing back against the claims that she had been booted. Yeah, she hasn't been fired, but the lady who done it. Oh, is that serious? Well, it's serious for the Flash movie. Ezra okay. Miller as Flash for now, but DC has made it clear that after this Flash movie, they're no longer working with Hey, I'm still Ezra Miller. N- number one contender that Grant Gustman, Gus, CW Flash should have been and will always be the Flash. He is Barry Allen. The and man. you've got the perfect movie to do that in and maybe they will and they're just doing for once doing a good job at keeping it a secret i don't think so but you're in the multiverse world where any version of any flash could show up well i think they're trying to turn this over now to where this is a multiverse so they can whoever they pick to play him is it won't mess with timeline right um i'm really surprised they're releasing this movie i get it they put they got a get a return on the money they've put into this. I mean, they've put in a ton of money. There's uh, scenes from Ben Affleck they don't even know it's going to be in it or not that were shot. The scenes with Michael Keaton. Uh, it's rumored that there was a Henry Cavill cameo that was filmed for this and uh, jumping ahead, uh, the next Aquaman movie. Yeah. But no word on if that's true or if they're, they're going to... I imagine there was a lot of reshoots and a lot of rewrites and a lot of money dumped into this movie. So they had to release something to get their money back. But, I mean, you shouldn't let one individual ruin an entire huge project like this. But I've seen them cancel movies for, for less problems. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Batgirl? Yeah. That, yeah, that recently. Ray Fisher as Cyborg, probably out. From what I understand, after the suicide, not suicide, after the uh, Justice League where he said it was such a toxic work environment, he has quit everything. And Jason I Momoa is Aquaman in for now. You got to think about what works and what don't, you know, and we can argue about Affleck and Cavill and, and all that. But one thing you can't deny is that Aquaman and Jason Momoa as Aquaman is working. It's working critically. It's working financially. 
Uh, and the same could be said for for Gal Gadot. That's that's why it really surprises me. That that, that those Wonder Woman movies are good. Yeah, everybody good. loves her. Like she was born to play that role. Jason Momoa made Aquaman cool again. Yeah, those but, movies are good. They're making tons of money. He was the exact opposite of the comic book and the cartoon Aquaman. So much so that the comics, from what I understand, I'm no expert on Aquaman comics, are geared more towards this model now. I think the than the blonde headed are yeah, the orange shirt, you know, green pants. Yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Black Adam is out for now again. Really surprising. Well, they were saying... He claims that movie made money. I haven't heard a lot of people throwing shade at it. One of the the execs I read about earlier said it made, financially is one of the best movies well, let's just, that they have done. Let's just consult our expert. The G-Box. Her name is Google. Um, how do I type this? How much did Black Adam make? I also want to know the budget. And not that's Macy a big or Muchy. It has grossed three hundred and ninety million. That is not a flop. Hey, I don't know how much they put in for it. Is Black Adam DC box office a flop? The Rock says no. The cost of the movie was one hundred ninety-five million. Okay, there's your problem. It costed two hundred million. It only. But no, that's a profit of three hundred ninety million. What's wrong with that? No, it's expected to make three hundred ninety million against production. But and that's that's profit, so you don't have to factor in the the cost of filming in that three ninety. But yeah, that's that's not what it's made. That's just what it's expected to make. I don't know. It, but yeah, I read somewhere that there wouldn't be a Black Adam two. Because it didn't earn enough money. But then again, like I said, I read something right after that that said it was such a financial, successful movie. I don't know. I mean, give, if you don't think $390 million is a lot of money, then I'll be happy to take it off your hands oh, if you yeah. want to just give it to me. No kidding. I'm, I'm going to go up to DC and be like, hey, can I have $390 million? Uh, no. I'm like, wow, that's not a lot of money, right? How about $380 million? <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, Zachary Levi as Billy Batston Shazam is in. There was a separate article talking about the speculation that they weren't going to after this next one do another Shazam with him, and he tweeted, "No, don't believe everything you hear." Yeah. Well, it's also the kid that played him, and yeah, Zachary Asher Levi. Angel slash Zachary Levi yeah. as Billy Batson slash Shazam. Still in. That's a good call, especially. I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to say he's out right before you release a movie, and we're gonna get into that in a minute. Don't worry. When yeah, that movie. All the twenty three twenty three stuff we're gonna talk about in the second half of the show. Most of it, yeah. How do you say her last name? Cal Calais. Calais. Sasha Calais as Supergirl in for now. Now, I don't know who that is. That must be the new Supergirl. They've been working on this movie for a long time, and it's kind of weird because it was going to kind of, from what I understood, tie in with Cavill Superman. I mean, her suit even kind of looks that, look that same up. style of Kryptonian. Because I don't uh, know who she is. So... 
So the okay, according to this, she's set to make her debut as Kara Zor-El. Uh, we don't know her future role beyond that movie. So the movie is happening. She's also she's getting her debut in the Flash movie. Oh, so they're going to cameo her in that? There's going to be a lot of cameos in that movie. Maybe enough to distract us from the all the uh, Ezra Miller stuff. She's a... Yeah, she's hot. She's not a blonde. I'm but sure. you know, they can do anything oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her. You when must it, have watched in, her on Young and the Restless when you was watching it. No, and the Supergirl stuff. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Obviously, in that is working on a... Uh, Definitely on a financial level and critically, and uh, the announcement that Lady Gaga is going to be Harley Quinn—that's uh, I, I can't wait for that. Yeah, but you're going to have to wait for that because I think that movie's still a long way. Twenty twenty-four or twenty twenty-five. This surprises me. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to say this name. Zolo Marie du Duna de Yuna Marie Duena. Duania. Duania. Yeah, there you go. I think about El Nino, the the band, not the storm. Yeah. It's got that little mark above the N. Uh, that person, as Blue Beetle, is still in. There's a Blue Beetle movie happening. You know, I'm ex- so excited because... I'm just surprised. Well, I'm surprised it's waited this long, but you know on the uh, Teen Titans... Blue Beetle was one of the big ones in it. And the the young, uh, what do they call it? Oh, yeah, that, that is it. Yeah, Teen the Titans. Teen Titans. Yeah. So that's going to be very interesting. I think I was trying to say Young Justice. That's a thing, too. Yeah, but, but that's something else. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Grace's Batgirl still out. Well, yeah, we knew this. R.I.P. Batgirl movie. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn and other Suicide Squad endeavors probably in. Yeah, That's you'd be stupid. Survivors. Uh, what did I say? You said endeavors. Huh. Uh, yeah, you'd be you'd be absolutely crazy to replace her as Harley Quinn right well, now. Well, she's actually spoke up and said that she would like to see other actresses play Harley Quinn and not just her. Lady Gaga. Well, that's a different different universe that's a multiverse so she's well there was a storyline in the comics where and i think it was an alternate universe or one of those uh the dc black label that they did away with which was alternate universe stuff where like the joker was a good guy and the batman was a bad guy and all kinds of crazy stuff but um they they basically postulated the idea that the original Harley Quinn that wore a full bodysuit and had the big hammer. Yeah. And then you got this new one with the, the ponytails. It's and the, a different universe. That was actually Harley. a didn't know that was actually a different girl altogether. A different oh, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that Harley Quinn got replaced with this modern day Harley Quinn. Like it wasn't just a, a repackaging of the same person. It was a different person altogether. That, you know, who knows? Ben Affleck is Batman out. Ben Affleck is Ben Affleck in. Man, we were just talking about this. And you know, I, you know what's crazy? Me ben how... Affleck has been Batman for like 10 years, but he's only really been in two movies. Unless you count that five minutes he was in Suicide Squad. Yeah. What am I missing? 
He was in Batman v Superman. And then he was in both Justice both Leagues. Justice Leagues. Which was the same, you know. The Snyder Cut and the. Yeah. It's weird that he's been Batman for so long, but we've only seen him in full two movies. Well, you think about it. And a cameo. He's and he's played, been in and out and in and out. He's played since. Batman more than anybody else has played Batman, really. Movie-wise. Christopher Nolan. I mean, uh... Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Was on, he was in three. And he was Batman for like yeah, ten Michael years. Michael Keaton only did two. Yep. George Clooney did one. Uh, so Christian Bale holds the title. For three. For three full movies. Three full movies. And three full Batman movies, not sharing it with Superman and the rest of the Justice League and all that. Like, but Affleck, I think this whole thing would have been different if they started out with a Batman standalone movie with Ben Affleck, then did Batman v Superman. I, th I think Possibly. that there's an alternate universe where this worked out better because they did it the right way. That's one thing Marvel does right. They get their characters that well established before they start then going. they bring them together yeah. oh and the reason this has been Affleck has been Affleck in is because it's say they're saying now that he's going to be behind the scenes helping helping out on the future stuff so I thought that was an interesting uh go look for that it was a Yahoo article it's uh it just the title of it is let me go back up Who's in and who's out of DC's movie universe so far? Question mark. You know, it's funny going with the the Margot Robbie thing and and different actresses playing her. There's two people that's like really high on the list in uh, fan votes, and that's Melissa Ranch from Big Bang Theory and Kaylee. Cuclio. Kaylee Cuco did does Harley Quinn in the both TV of show. Them, both of them have did the voice. Which for, I need to. There's a new season out I haven't seen. I but, like that show. It's weird and it's a whole alternate universe type thing. You talking about Harley? Yeah, yeah. I watch on it HBO all, Max. I watch it all the time. See that season three that just came out. Three. Or, okay. It's hilarious. All right, so. Uh, before we move on to the next thing, do we need to take a break? No? Well, I mean, it, my beverage is empty. Let's just take a real quick one. <laughs> All right, folks. See you New see Year's. You. <laughs> <laughs> see you in 2023. Clean, cool, chill of the holiday air. And an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Ah, uh, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? Clark, please. He doesn't know any better. He ought to know it's illegal. It's a storm sewer. If it fills with gas, I pity the person who lights a match within 10 yards of it. I'm so proud of us. That was literally like a five-minute break. A five-minute break. At, if that. Is this, our, is this the new us? New year? Well, it ain't new year yet. Close enough. By the time they hear this, it'll be... I mean, we still like three days to New Year's Eve. I don't know. I may try to edit this tonight. I'll at least start on it. Which I did a lot of good pre-production. Yeah. I had to say that you were on the ball when you come out here. 
you know, I used to, I went through a phase where I hated New Year's resolutions, and I still don't use that term. I don't make them because that's just something else I'm going to break. <laughs> well, it is a good time of year to start, to start something, because especially, and I don't worry, I won't talk about, you know, health or anything, but you're, you've got past all the the hustle and the bustle and the craziness of the holidays. Yeah. So it's it's a good time for a fresh start. Not just because it's a new year, but you got a long stretch of you. But you're back to back to normal for the Basically, most part. Yeah, because the next you're back in your routine. You're back to work. Valentine's Day, which I mean, nobody really. Then Easter. So it's not for hard for me to stay if I'm trying to eat right and, and diet or whatever. It's not hard for me to keep it together on Valentine's. Oh man, the, where, where I lose it is. Uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's where I'm not going to eat. Easter, right. I kind of do because my mom always does these Easter eggs up for us kids. Uh-huh. I mean, even, you know, 45 years old and it's full of chocolate and candy. But I'd normally make that chocolate and that candy last like months. Yeah. Um, one thing that we neglected, I was so excited when we first started the podcast and just so much information. We didn't talk about our Christmas party. Man. I mean, we mentioned it. Well, we mentioned how yesterday didn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, because of the Christmas party. <laughs> but it was fun. Uh, and man, there was, there was a lot of presents. Yes. Everybody put the presents under the tree and it took up an eighth of the room. Yeah. I was like, man, we somebody was good this year. There was a there was a lot of people good this year. I apparently. don't even want to start naming off all the presents I got because I know I'll forget some. But I, I still got to go through all my stuff. I got a lot of stuff. I was going through awesome mine stuff. earlier, and I was just playing and figuring all the new stuff out. And of course, I had to put together my tactical shovel and axe and play with it a little bit. <laughs> we were getting ready to do, I think, a podcast, and that commercial came on. For that shovel, that survival thing. Yeah. It's like, how many tools in one? You're like, man, I want to get me one of those. I was like, really? What would you do with that? And you're like, I'm going to add it to all my other... Yeah, all my other, other survival, survival gear. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That is a good That is a good thing. To and do. you know what's weird? I so I got still you didn't one. go get one. <laughs> I got you one and Austin one. And he was excited about it, too. Well, I mean, it's just awesome. If you do any kind of camping or outdoor activity... And you're like me, you probably have more stuff to do that with than we'll probably actually do it. <laughs> probably. I mean, we camp two times a year if we're lucky, and we want to do it a hundred times a year. Yeah, but I'm now, since I'm on day shift, I've made it a goal to spend more time out at the pond, especially cleaning up and making sure stuff stays tidy, just in case somebody's like, hey, you want to camp out? I'm like, shit, I'm already ahead of you. Come on. I know you're not a cold person, but because of all these videos I've been watching, I really want to go hot tent camping. And I really, really want to camp in the snow. Like the next time we think it's going to snow, the weather forecast is calling for it. I say we like, because it's hard to predict around here. You never February, know what's going to happen. February is when we get I want to go camping snow. in the snow. I just do. I don't know why. I just think it'd be cool. Um, the only problem is, I'm afraid if we go hot tent camping, you're going to constantly say, dude, it's too hot in here. 
I don't think and so. And I'm still going to be bundled up in the corner. Because it's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be freezing outside, and I'm going to have to go outside to like use the bathroom and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm going to want to come in and warm up. But we get a couple beers in this inside. We'll put the heater. Let's just put the heater by you. That, that works for me. <laughs> but uh, think about the, the advantages of camping in the cold. No snakes, no bugs. no bugs, mosquitoes, no poison sumac, which I contracted and... It's finally got to the point where you can't tell I ever had it. Dude, you're the only person that's ever got poison sumac poisoning at the house. I didn't know. I'd heard of it, but I didn't know it was even around here until I got it. Looks like marijuana plant. That's what it looks like. It wrecked my wrist. And you know, I know why it didn't get on my hands because I was constantly using like hand sanitizer yeah. and stuff. And who washes their wrist, you know? But yeah, I mean, it's times you can still tell where it was. They say that stuff lasts forever. It did. It lasted months. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, but we yeah, been, it's going to be cold, but there's advantages too. You know, we've been really, really lucky in all of our outings with fishing and camping, and I don't think when me and you have been camping, we have run across a snake. Yeah, knock on at wood, the pond. Just, no. Not that I'm aware of, or not that I remember. Some gnarly, uh, what are those snapper turtles called? Alligator? Alligator snappers. Oh, those things are gnarly. But if you just leave them alone, you know, you're okay, but we don't. <laughs> well, that's because... Like, let's see if he can break this stick. <laughs> well, that is because it gets on our hook, and yeah, instead of me taking care of it like I want to, you relocate to make it somebody else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> That that was this last time I took about three of them. I was going to town anyway. Yeah, and I turned them loose in a creek about five miles from your house. But uh, but yes, back to the Christmas Christmas party. party yeah, we're chasing, chasing man babbits. Everybody showed up. Everybody had a great time. Everybody was here early compared to you know what they have been in the past. A lot of uh, I got some good alcohol. I oh, gave wow. and received uh, a lot of good. I was telling Alicia, because, you know, everybody's broke right after Christmas because yeah. you blow all your money on Christmas presents. And I'm like, well, we ain't got no money, but we got plenty of alcohol to drink while we're broke, yeah. so maybe we'll forget about it. Yeah, this is the first year I didn't get anybody alcohol. Oh. Uh, Mainly because I, I didn't found- get any. Surprisingly, I didn't get any scotch, but I got some really good high-end bourbon. But I, I found other vessels to drink alcohol out of that I thought was going to be super awesome. And Dude, I don't know where you got those knives that you got for me, but those things. Did you feel how sharp they are? And I did, Sharper than an X-Acto knife. I didn't open. If you notice, y'all had to pull the plastic. Yeah. I didn't open them. Like, I could literally lay the blade on my arm and go up, and there would be no hair. I don't doubt it. They're supposed to be... Damn good night. They look they if they be. if they weren't, they look awesome enough to like display on your wall. They look like they're they look like dragon glass. Yeah. And you got uh Barry a set? I got Barry two, Anthony two, and you two. And all six of them are different collections of knives. One of mine looks like a cleaver and the other one looks almost like a fillet knife. One it's a cleaver and a boning or fillet. Uh, I got Anthony. Which technically you could fillet with either of them, sharp as they are. I got Anthony and Barry both a type, a Japanese cleaver style, and yours is the Viking dragon style. Of course it is. So, 
Was that you that got me that dragon horn that's got the, uh, or was that Nikki? No, I got y'all. Well, she got you the shots for your birthday, but I got you the six-piece bone horn shot glass. The one I was talking about putting on my hip at the show. <clears throat> that's How a six-piece, yeah. And it looks so, it looks like a real horn. It is. I don't, I don't doubt it. it feels well, they're like supposed a, to be. I don't actually know what they're made. And this, of. there's this loop you can like put it on your belt. Like, how cool would that be if I had that horn hanging off my hip at a show? As long as you don't jump around and spill it all over the stage, and, and I'll just be like, "Hang out. on, y'all, hang on a second. I'll pull out my giant horn <laughs> and just take a drink out of it. Like, get your cameras ready. <laughs> it's gonna be a Mark Klingon moment. Yeah, I got a, I got a lot of cool presents, man. Like, and I was really happy with the presents that I got to give people because dude that i love christmas i love the holidays but like the most stressful part to me is i literally have nightmares that like we're all open presents and i like forgot somebody that's my i literally have nightmares about that that's the that's the biggest and you can ask alicia i was stressing her out i was like i don't think that's enough we still gotta get this person that and that um, See, I made a list on my phone. Oh, I had two lists. Well, it wound up being three because me and Alicia sat down and wrote. I did some my family stuff. list and I did the over here list, and I kept going back and getting more stuff. So I'm like, I keep feeling oh, like, oh god, that's not enough, or oh, oh no, that's that goes to somebody. Then when I finally had everything laid out on the table and I was wrapping everything, Daddy was helping me, and he's like, "All right, who's this go to?" And I was like. Well, uh, I will put it put it with this stuff, and that's why I because when I overbuy stuff when I, I have Christmas floater presents, presents, yeah, right now that were not opened because they were just there just in case. And they used to be Buffalo Wild Wings cards. You remember we used to give those out like crazy. You and Barry, I could always depend on Buffalo Wild Wings card. You probably still got a bunch. I do. Because you were working night shift when we were going to Buffalo Wild Wings I do. all the time. But then Barry started getting me the uh, Outback Steakhouse ones because he know I was always going to Outback Steakhouse. So. Are we going to bring the sun up with this podcast? Might as well. We ain't got but about an hour to go. and We'll start you seeing. You ain't been up just a couple of hours. <laughs> Um. Yeah, because we'll probably take another break. So yeah, we'll we'll let's bring the sun up on this one. I don't think let's we've do ever it. done that. And when a the real sun pop culture coming first, up, we can do a little rooster in the background. <laughs> yeah. Um. Before we go forward to 2023, let's take a look back at 2022. I found another article. I can pull it up here. Where you at? See, I told you that hater would kick on. Ranked the top, the 10 best movies of 2022 from the Tom Cruise's Top Guns Maverick to the Whale and RRR. Have you watched either three of them? Nope. I still haven't watched them either. Well, I kept telling Alicia I wanted to watch the Top Gun movie, and she was kind of like, meh. And I'm like, really? Turns out she thought it was a reboot. I'm like, no, it's it's not a reboot. It's got Tom Cruise in it. It's continuing that story. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay, well then let's watch it. But we haven't yet. So I, I but, hadn't watched it. But yet. I've got her interested in it now at least. Mama watched it. Said she cried. It was so good. Number ten is everything, everywhere, all at once. Dude, is that lady's fingers really that big? 
I have no idea. God, that is like a horror movie. It, it could be. It says... She has hot dog fingers. <laughs> I haven't seen it. The Inspection. I haven't seen it either. It's just going to be one of those lists where... Top Gun Maverick was eight. The Fallout. I haven't seen it either. That's Jenna Ortega. Yeah, it is. The Batman. We've okay, seen there it. we go. Of course, many times. Wakanda Forever. I, still I have not. Haven't seen still it. haven't seen it yet. It's I on, do. I, I, it's I, on my list. Yeah, I'm really wanting to watch it. Haven't seen it, but I've read a lot about it. What have you heard about it? The, the, that is not Disney's Pinocchio. <laughs> oh, so it's a whole different take on Pinocchio. Well, it's Guillermo del Toro. So, I mean, he's like horror movie, macabre. Master just, of the... Yeah. Fairy tale, Twisted Bliss. Well, I'm kind of interested in it now, if it's weird. The Banshees of... Insurin. Haven't seen it. It's probably an Irish movie. The Will, I've heard a lot about that. I've heard it's like really sad. Oh man, but they said just put him back on back in the Yeah, they say he'll probably win some stuff yeah, for that. And I really want to watch it. Really want to watch that. Number one is R R R. Is it about pirates? No, I think it's a Bollywood movie. <sighs> wow. It's a three hour. I probably shouldn't have pulled this list. I probably should have looked this list over before I Pulled it up because I haven't seen a majority of these movies, and a couple of them haven't even heard of. Yeah, you probably just need to find the different top ten. We should have made our top ten. We did that last well, year. Well, we'll do that for the the one we do after New Year's. Because, you know, we always do a list. We're good at looking back, and we're good at doing lists. Um, oh, this This announcement is for you. I'll go to Bloody Disgusting a lot because there is a uh, fan documentary about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street that's coming out in February 2023. Fred Heads. Called oh. Fred Heads. That's all I know is it's a documentary about. It's coming out on Valentine's. <laughs> Perfect. That's only a month away or so. Oh, yeah. Two months. A month and a half. That's. I, I saw that and I immediately thought about you. I was like, hey. We'll definitely have to put that on the books to watch. Let me go to... Let's do Marvel first. Here's all the Marvel movies and when that are coming out in 2023. I'm excited about this new Spider-Verse. Up first, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, February 17th. That's going to be good. Because it, it introduces Kang, I think. Yeah, Kang the Conqueror. Uh, Next up, May 5th, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And this will be the last time we see Dave Bautista as Drax. And possible the last time we see uh, him, Chris. Chris Pratt is Chris uh, Pratt. Star Lord. Mm -hmm. Really? I hadn't heard that. That's the rumor. While we're here, not to jump ahead, but it's connected. Did you watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? I did. You liked it? I loved it. It was I thought hilarious. It was 
cute is a word that comes to mind that I don't like to use. Well, I thought it was hilarious. It was adorable and fun. It was fun. Dave Batista and uh, uh, her. Yeah, but I can't think of his name on there. Anyway, they thought the movies was real life. And they thought Kevin Bacon was this almighty. <laughs> because Chris, I mean, uh, Star-Lord talked about him so yeah. much. We don't need to spoil anything, but why was Groot so jacked? You know, there you was a, there's an article on like, it. Like, he was literally like bodybuilder jacked. There, there's a there's an article about why Groot was so muscled up in this. And I think it's just because he's hit that age. He was bigger than Batista. Oh, yeah. And I think it's just because, I mean, he's at that age. He's a little bit, a little bit above puberty now, and he's just his testosterone's out of control. And he's a he's a plant person. <laughs> he's, a, he's a tree. I thought it was cute. I mean, <clears throat> Alicia Drax kinda, is who I was trying to think of. Alicia kind of made fun of me a little bit, and I'm glad it wasn't any longer than it was. And I, I like the how they length. didn't use this to to push any storylines for yeah. the for the marvel stuff at all it was just like a a one shot christmas special which is what it needed to be and it, i thought it was great it's this is what i would recommend if you haven't seen it watch it with the kids you know it's like a good family yeah. mo- movie what we got next next we have spider-man across the spider-verse june 2nd 2023 really is that excited. spider gwen that's spider gwen yeah was she in Into the Spider-Verse? She was in the first one, yeah. I thought so. I love that movie. I watched it multiple times, but it's been a while now. Yeah, I'm really excited because Spider-Man 2029 is going to be a lot more in this one. I have a Spider-Man 2099, the comic book. It's, Dude, I think this is going to be great right here. What's next? The Marvels, July 28th. Don't know much about that, but it'll be our second time to see. Yeah, I see Brie Lawson again. I mean, it's she does a really good job. I don't even know the storyline behind this, like from either. from the comics. So I don't really have a lot to say about that, other than I loved her standalone movie, Craven the Hunter, October the sixth, twenty twenty three. I'm gonna have to read this because again, this is another one I know nothing about. <laughs> This will be the final upcoming Marvel movie of 2023. Uh, he's Craven is the third Spider-Man villain to get a movie, so he's a Spider-Man villain. He's a big game hunter. Sergey. The story is largely a mystery. It's still early on in development. They're just now developing it, and it's coming out next year. They need to give some pointers to DC on how to release <laughs> how to release movies fast. That gets into the TV shows after that. I really just wanted to touch on the movies, honestly. On some of the Marvel, yeah, and there's there's a few more that's coming out that aren't. Uh, they're like one offs, from what I understand. So. I feel like we've already talked about this, but I guess we have in a way. But this is the actual release dates for all the DC movies in 2023. First up, we got... 
Shazam. Uh, March 17th. The Flash, we already talked about. That's June 16th. Wow. Man, that movie has been in production a long damn time. Well, they had to stop for so long because of his shenanigans. And, yeah, we're still experiencing... Some kickback. And kickback from COVID delays, too. Yep. Blue Beetle, August 18th. So we'll have a June and then two months later. Uh, and I'm surprised this one is so far because they've been working on this one for a while. Uh, the Lost Kingdom, Aquaman. That's going to be... I think they said late Where's 2023. The Scroll down. December, yeah, December 20th. That'll be the last movie from DC in 2023. It's almost a year away still. And it says production... Oh, wait, that was the last one. Yeah, Aquaman earned $1.1 billion at the box office. That's yep. a reason to keep this going, <laughs> if nothing else. Oh, yeah. Then that uh, that starts getting into TV shows, but... Seems like a light schedule for both franchises, honestly. Three movies, four movies? Yeah. Well, I think they're putting a lot more to the TV shows at this point. Because they're cheaper and they're just kind of easier to, to turn out episodes. I can delete that from my notes. Yeah. Before we get into stuff we've watched recently since the last episode, why don't we take another quick break? We're doing really good with breaks right now. Well, we've only recorded for 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we were About at 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Pretty little segment. But yeah, it wouldn't hurt to uh stop It's not gonna be a quick. break for the listeners. We're gonna come right back. Yeah. Even if it's a month from now. So we just need to start back up. Dude, I'm gonna tell you, those years. two beers kinda gave me a buzz. I think it just reactivated all the alcohol. Reawakened the system. Reawakened the Kraken. <laughs> oh, and I was sipping on this uh I took a little a shot glass full of this vodka that Clint brought out last night. It's kind of interesting. I have to look at the name, but it's not made from potatoes. It's made from grapes. It's made from grapes, which technically you can make vodka out of anything, I think. Yeah. Unless it's corn, but and then it's somehow moonshine. But anyway, uh, and it's supposed to be habanero flavor, but i got to be honest, of course, you don't really get grapes because you don't really get potatoes when you drink vodka. But I don't really get the habanero. He said it was like on the low end, on, on the, the back end. I get the smell. I get the habanero kind of a waft. But you you know as much as anybody, when you made those ghost pepper beers, the first couple drinks out of it is when you get your taste. And then the heat goes away, but I don't even and get any thin, heat. But you don't get any after that. I don't get heat on the front end with this, like spicy heat. I'm not getting any spicy. He heat. was telling me it was on the back half. But then again, your taste buds could still be dead. No, I drank some last night, and I was like, it don't really taste like anything. Mm. It's got it's got more of a, a good smell, aroma, than yeah. it is a taste. Because when you drink it, you're like, this is just alcohol. I can taste alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason I don't really care for like vodka, vodka. I mean, that's, that's you don't really taste much with vodka. Vodka's usually about what you mix with it more than it is about. Yeah. Like, who just sits around and drinks vodka? Russians? Well, I know a lot of people, but, yeah. Well, you know a lot of Russians? No. 
You lived in Italy. The long way from Russia. Not as long as away as we are. <laughs> you probably got more Russians here than there are in Italy. <laughs> what was the mixing of like other than Italians? What was there? I honestly couldn't tell you. Military. Well, yeah, you're one of because there's a base. base. There's three bases, four or five. So six. you're gonna have a lot of different nationalities to get at a military base yeah. anyway. You had a lot of uh, Africans, Moroccans. You had a lot of Greek, but the Greeks and Italians are they're a lot similar. So I don't know. I just never really paid that much of attention. So all right, let's take a break. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney tonight, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. You're goofy. Don't piss me off, Art. Clark? It's over. Not according to Santa's watch, it isn't. Now, come on, son. Stay out of this, Dad. Clark, I think it's best if everyone just goes home before things get worse. Worse? How could they get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. <laughs> we have an automatic paper towel dispenser that calls me a fat ass every time I walk into the bathroom. Dude, just bad. I can't never get that thing to work right. Unless I don't want it to work. Yeah. Then it's like spitting them out like money out of an ATM. ATMs don't spit much money out when I'm around them. I went to the airport one time and I walked past a row of urinals and they all flushed. And I was like, you know what? Kiss my ass. Yeah, they do that at work. All right, so... uh, I got a question for you. Shoot. When did Christmas movies change from... You know, everybody's got, we all got our one Christmas movie. Well, growing up, the Christmas movies were It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle on 34th Street. 34th Street and What's the You'll Put Your Eye Out movie? Uh, Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. Or a Christmas Story, one of them. I think it's a Christmas Story. Yeah. I know a bunch of quotes from that movie, but I, I I've never say, watched I it. I don't know the name of it. Yeah, I've never watched it. But uh, when did they change from that to our generation of... Rom-coms. Well, you got... There's like a lot a, of rom-com movies. Yeah, but you got National Lampoon's, you got Elf, you got Die Hard, you got Scrooge, you got... Oh, you want to go there with Die Hard? I'm, I'm ready. Well, I mean, it's technically a Christmas movie. A lot of people say it's not, but... It's a Christmas action. It happened during Christmas. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people that are against it, saying it being a Christmas movie, are saying, well, it was Christmas time when it happened, but Christmas wasn't a part of the plot. And I'm like, the whole freaking reason John McClane was there is because he was coming home Well, for, he was there to see Christmas. his ex-wife for Christmas. And yeah. the kid. Yeah. He was coming home for Christmas. That's a part of the plot. And even the bad guys mentioned... The only they, reason they picked it was because it was Christmas time. Yeah, and it would be... A good time to do their thing. Yeah. And not to mention, if you look up the soundtrack of Die Hard. It's all Christmas girls, pretty much. It's Christmas songs. 
Yeah, most of the whole they, they Run DMC even recorded a Christmas song for the movie. Yeah, it's Christmas time in Hollis Queens. Yeah. Oh, uh, and him and uh, he, he made buddies with the the cop, mm-hmm. and they talked about they told Christmas stories. Like yeah. Christmas is a huge part of that movie. It's pivotal for that movie. People that say it's not a Christmas movie, I say okay, do an edit of that movie where all mention and all references of Christmas are taken out, and see if the movie still makes. You probably sense. got like a five minute movie. Well, <laughs> even the epic scene. The Yippie Kaye where he grabs the gun taped to his back. It's, it's Christmas wrapping Merry tape. Christmas wrapping tape. Yeah. yeah. Christmas uh, present tape. Well, I, I didn't bring up Die Hard because I was wanting to debate that or debunk it. or I wanted to debate it, and I'm glad you brought it up because I don't see, which I'm not, I don't have a harsh stance on it. I just don't understand how people can say it's not a Christmas yeah. movie. It's very Christmas adjacent, if nothing else. But my question was, when did... The Christmas movies change from those old movies from the you know forties and fifties to now. We're watching Christmas comedies or Christmas action instead of it's a miracle and all that stuff. I think it's the same question as when did uh, like the music change from like the seventies and the eighties, and it usually has to do at least with that decade. Yeah. Like, a lot of music and movies and styles and a lot of just pop culture in general changes every decade to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. You had the 70s, 80s, 90s, 60s, you know, everything, the the 2000s. And I think that the movies just kind of follow that that suit. Because you also got to think in the last 30 to 40 years, you started having Christmas horror movies. Yeah. Well... Silent Light, Deadly Night tried to start it. There was some but, actually but, before that that were like extreme B rate, but dude, Silent Night, Deadly Night was extreme B rate. Yeah, but it's got to gather like a cult. Yeah, following, now it's a cult classic. Yeah, which I never really cared for that movie. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't a movie that was supposed to be enjoyed. I don't think in on that level. I don't think it's so. one of those. It's so bad, it's good kind of things. Yeah, and the name alone gets your attention. Oh, definitely. But then you had like Black Santa. The I've heard that those Krampus movies are really good. Krampus is really good. That movie's good. Oh, and not to jump ahead, but since we mentioned Krampus, let's talk about our Christmas D and D thing we did real quick. But before we go on from that, yeah, uh, Christmas movies have changed a lot. But you know that, that. But they they all have like at the end of the movie they have like a moral lesson like. Uh, what was the name of that movie where they were going to skip Christmas and go on a cruise? And then they found out the daughter was coming home. Dan Aykroyd was in it. Yeah, don't Tim remember. Allen. And um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. I do not remember. I mean, maybe you didn't see it. But there's always like a... The one thing they've kept throughout all the Christmas movies, I think, is like there's a, a holiday-themed lesson to learn about the spirit of Christmas and keeping it alive. and They they have kind of kept that. Because they even had this one it's guy... It's more or less a traditional ...in the show that turned out to be basically like a Santa Claus-like angel figure yeah. thing. Like he wasn't really real. <laughs> or was he? 
yeah, there's a bunch of movies. Uh, um, the, yeah, there's a bunch. The, the Vince Vaughn movie, it's called like Four Christmases or something. Like, and they have a lot of them that are a lot like rom-coms. They're romantic enough for the ladies to get into yeah. it, but funny enough for the guys for the to guys dig it to. the guys to sit and watch, yeah. It's not like a Hallmark movie where you're like, oh my God. I've got stuck watching plenty of them this year. <laughs> One of the first things Alicia told me when we first started talking and stuff, she was like, hey, by the way, you'll never have to watch a Hallmark movie with me. And I was like, sold. <laughs> She's like, I'm not into Hallmark movies at all. Now, Grandma always convinced me into sitting watching Hallmark with her. Thanksgiving, Christmas, which I don't know why they don't do Halloween Hallmark movies, but I'm glad they don't. Because she would have had me sitting and watching them too. Christmas, Christmas with, with the, the cranks. cranks. Yes, I've I almost seen that. said that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's a, that was a good movie. I actually liked it. Dude, that was a long time ago. Fred Claus. Hey, Vince Vaughn. He's been in a few of those. Uh, and then, like you were, you mentioned the comedies. You know, you had like Bad Santa, Bad Santa Two, and Badder Santa, and yeah. One movie I haven't seen. Is that we talked about it last podcast, that Violent Night with David Arbor? I don't think it's come out yet. Really? I thought it was coming out Christmas. If it did, it just come out. Let me look. Because I was trying to find it. It says 2022 film. If it ain't out yet, it better hurry. No, it's in theaters right now. Okay, well, that's the reason I thought it was going straight to a stream. Oh, it's got John Leglazamo in it. Nice. I think I'm afraid those days might be over with, you know? What days? Straight to streaming, like big movies. Oh, uh, possible. So, anyway. Uh, a lot of big actors in it. Oh, yeah. It was a big budget. Big budget movie. So, uh, Clint did this cool little one shot for us where we. And it was really weird, which. Anytime you need to do something kind weird. Kind of started out weird. If you need to do something weird, it's definitely a good time to bring in the Feywild. Yeah. And anybody that's ever played D&D and you've been or you're aware of the Feywild, it is just a very, very strange plane of existence. Liken it to maybe an Alice in Wonderland kind of, but even weirder. Easily Alice in Wonderland. Very is. trippy. Everything's weird. If you were on LSD, you you would probably come close to the Feywild. We had to go in. We had to go through a carnival to get to the Feywild the first time we went, and we wound up naked, literally, on the other side. All of our items, except for the magical ones, except were gone, for which I items. had none. So all my shit was gone. I was lucky. My armor was magic. <laughs> I was naked. So we had to go, like, you know, find and acquire and fashion new. But this has nothing to do with our one shot. It did. Well, because the it rabbit, tied in. The rabbit but... was there. The rabbit man. What was his name? Uh, You're better Long Scarf. Long Scarf. He and this guy, who was obviously Santa Claus. He was a wizard. Summoned us to go help them fight a demon, which turned out to be, obviously, Krampus. But I like how they didn't s s use... 
obvious like it's obvious well, what it was the but they didn't say it was nicholas nicholas his name the was nicholas and he had a white beard yes <laughs> like he was santa claus but they never said it and we had to fight uh jack frost yeah but but that wasn't his name that wasn't his name well no he was our, kind was, of our guide wasn't that jack frost no, was no, kind no, of the no. guy that was one of the 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 boss before the big boss but no, the one that took us through the rooms and we had to solve the riddles, which you were really good at solving riddles in D&D. I think you solved all of them. Not all of them. Uh, Noel, is of there, them. I got that one. I, yeah, I never got that one. Because there's no L yeah. in the word. How do you say Christmas with no with L? L? Yeah. And Clint helped me though. He's like, you just said it. I was like, what do you mean I just said it? So I went back through what I said. And I went, oh, Noel. Yeah. <laughs> that was, it was neat. It was fun. Um we had to solve a lot of riddles to get to the the bad guy. And what did he stolen? That sack of the, the, sack the bag of, of holding. Bag of holding. But, but it was supposedly Christmas presents and stuff in it. Yeah. And, but now we have a bag of holding. Well, y'all all got Christmas gifts. And yeah. I didn't there wasn't any gifts left in there. So he's like, Ah yeah, here's you a bag. Dude, a bag of holding and is I a was great like, thing to have. Awesome. And then he goes, Oh yeah, and by the way, that's a bag of holding. Yeah. <laughs> You might have gotten the best one. Which, I mean... Dude, a bag we, of holding is the greatest thing you can have until yes. it's stolen or lost. Yes. But yeah, dude, that little one-off was awesome. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. And Clint's and it creativity wasn't che- It wasn't cheesy. It, man. Because you can, the Feywild is such a good place to do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Because anything goes there. But Clint's creativity and coming in with some of these encounters and, and stories... Well, and two, by the way, drink. They could, if they was to pick him up and just have him start running stories and stuff, man, half the stuff we're doing in this campaign is stuff that he's just writing up on his own. Yeah, he adds his own stuff to these modules. Um and I'm, But I'm glad we had been to the Feywild prior to this because there's certain things we knew about it. Yeah, Such but we as, didn't have to go by the rules of the Feywild for this particular. Well, you one. did. The, you did as far as like they don't use money; they use trinkets. Oh yeah. So yeah. like to get something we needed, we have to give something. You have to give something up. Yeah. yeah. And you have to bear in mind when you're in the Feywild, anything negative has a an impact on the impact environment. Impact on the you. environment. And good. Like if you do something like really shitty, it could cause a bad storm to come or something. It's almost like a. a karma effect karma yeah if you do good for people like if you save a village all of a sudden the sun comes out and it's that, like nice you get weather rewarded and, somehow yeah. yeah which i don't understand why y'all hated the Feywild so much it was just i, was I enjoyed just, it it i was just ready to, i liked it but i was ready to get out of there i was ready to get my stuff back i had some cool stuff i wanted my i wanted my shit yeah and i was really worried because our stuff was being guarded by a beholder no, or no, not a, a beholder, displacer a, a displacer. That's even worse. So anyway, that was another fun Christmas-related thing we did. What have you been watching lately since the last podcast? Have you finished Rick and Morty season six? Yes, I finished Rick and Morty. What'd you think? I liked no it. No spoilers. I really liked it. I uh, did too. I liked the way it jumped around a lot, and well, it's kind of hard to talk about no spoilers, but. I know, and an, you really see Morty come on, come into his own. Yeah, 
But I'm kind of you, you, you always worry when when a, a season goes past like three or four. You're like, okay, what are that? How many yeah. times can we go back to that well and still get some more good water? But I mean, so far so good. Season six was great. Dan still coming on strong. The with- ratings are way down. I I was I didn't go looking for that kind of information because I don't really care. But I was looking to see the the list of episodes to know where I was at, and it showed on there like since season two the ratings have dropped a lot. But still, you know, it's probably the that, number one show on that network. But some of that's the, the obscurity of it again. It keeps changing streaming networks. No, it's always an Adult Swim show. Cartoon Network. I've watched it on Hulu. Oh, yeah, they poured it out to different streaming services, but like it, it's primarily uh, the new releases come out on Comedy Central. And, I mean, Cartoon Network. And Cartoon Network... As much as I love it, you know, I watch it on satellite, but uh, I'm not paying for it. You still have satellite? Yeah. We got Dish for Grandma, but one of the perks is I've got (laughs) my own box, which isn't even hooked up, because like I said, everything's on Hulu right now, so. Man, I got rid of satellite four or five years ago. But that's all Grandma watches. Yeah, it is is easier. Here's one thing I will say I do miss about... uh, what did I have? I don't even remember now. Yeah, I had Direct TV. Yeah, I think you're right. I had Dish Network at one time. I think I think we've all had both. But I like the and streaming services do try to do this. They try to replicate it. But just the whole concept of flipping channels to see what's on. Like you don't know what you want to watch. So you'd hit that guide button and you would see everything that's on right now. And you might see something that you're like, oh, man, I ain't seen that show or that movie in forever. And you click on it. It, it helps you if you don't know what you want to watch. Streaming services are more geared towards, okay, let's go watch another episode of Yellowstone. We know exactly what streaming service to use and exactly what we want to watch, exactly what. But if you don't know what you want to watch, it uh, the, the dishes and the cables were better for accommodating that they were to a point but even when i go to a streaming service now and i'm still subscribed to five or six of them youtube tv's got a good kind of guide like that youtube tv's expensive it's like 50 bucks a month i think yeah but even when i go to one of the streaming services i don't go like all right i'm gonna go watch this so I'll, I'll click on all of them, trying to find something to watch. And half the time, I end up watching something I've already watched like a dozen times. I guess it's the old school in me that just likes to surf, channel surf to see yeah. what's on. Let's just flip the channels. I still do that. And see what's on. And that's that's not as easy to do in a streaming world as it was with cable. Well, in a streaming world, you have way too many options and if it's something that you like, you're like, oh, yeah, I like that. But if you still got other options, you'll keep scrolling through your, your streaming network on satellite. And when you're channel surfing, you'll pull up pull up that movie you're watching and then continue the scroll. But then you'll get to a good part, keep it on there, and finish, you know, finish out watching the movie. Yeah, and then the... Uh... If you don't find something on that you want to watch, you can always go to your DVR and be like, I know there's got to be something there because 
if I recorded it, that means I liked yeah. it. Yeah. And you forget. Like, that's the fun part. Like, oh, shit. I haven't seen season Man. seven of whatever, and I've recorded it. I've got all of Hills on the DVR, which was a fantastic show. And again, some of the streaming services try to replicate that, but it's just not quite the same to me interface, interfacially. Did I just make up a word for our dictionary? I think you did. Interfacially, it's different. The yeah. interface of the whole enterprise is, is just doesn't seem the same to me. And this is what I That's hate. one thing I do miss. All the streaming services think they've got this perfect algorithm for suggesting movies to you. Yeah. And because you liked this. I'm like, I did like that, but I don't like that. Exactly. But then one person <laughs> watches the something on your... Because you liked Doctor Who, you'll love uh, The Bachelor. What? <laughs> no, You're I like, wouldn't. No, nothing. <laughs> no. Where did you come up with that idea? But yeah, their, their algorithm is complete. It keeps me messed up. Now, I have gone back and watched some of the stuff that they have suggested and been like, oh, damn, I actually did like that. Wow. I haven't had that happen very often. It's not often. I tell you who's good at that. And of course, none of these people are giving us any money. But I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Spotify. Yes. It's like, because you like this band, you we think you might like Check this. Check out this band. Yeah. I have discovered so many like awesome bands and awesome songs and stuff through Spotify by their recommendations. Well, I have by YouTube. And, and I, I guess it's easier because you're like, yeah, I didn't like that and skip it and go to the next song. But, you know. But I don't even use YouTube to listen to music much anymore. Unless we're out here. I, I have protested so many different using channels. YouTube because they're good at, at building an algorithm and knowing what you like. They even make like lists of songs, but you have to go back over to the computer between every song. You have to skip advertisements. I'm like, why don't we just pull up Spotify? But they like having a vi something on the screen, yeah, to watch. They don't want to just listen to the song. Which what's they want cool, like a video or something. Spotify on your phone, most of them have a little video going. Yeah, I've noticed that even on the computer, like some. Sometimes you can see a video, but sometimes it's the lyrics that pop up and really cool animations. Another thing I like about it, if you're if you got Spotify open on your computer, and you open it on the app, you, you can, can control, control yeah. the computer with your phone. I wish it's you could like a do remote that control. With YouTube. Have yeah. it pulled up on your phone and also then have you it pulled up on your computer. skip all these freaking advertisements. Yeah. And look, I get it. You need ads. Otherwise, there'd be no point. But YouTube has gotten ridiculous with ads. It's because it's like the number one watched thing. And it's period. like they know if you've got YouTube playing in the background, it figures it out. Because they'll slip in like a 20-minute infomercial on you. If you're just letting the commercials go, you're like over here at the bar playing cards. I can't. And you got music playing. You're like, what the hell? They've been talking about this new bathtub for 20 minutes. I can't tell you how many times I've fallen asleep watching a video and wake up and it's 20, 25 minutes into a commercial. Yeah. On a eight An minute segment. It's, it's somehow segment. figured out you weren't sitting there at the computer skipping ads. But I mean, it's like, hey, bad. He yeah. fell asleep slipping a big one. They're not paying attention. Let's put this in. Yeah, that is my only thing I don't really like about YouTube. I mean, their algorithm is spot on. Sometimes a little too spot on. 
What were we talking about before we got into that rabbit? Uh, the difference in... Oh, the things we've been watching. We've already talked about Black Adam, but uh, is there anything you want to say about that? What did you think? I thought it was great, because I knew nothing about Black Adam going in. Me neither. Other than what was little bit they talked Shazam. about. It. Yeah, for sure. And I liked how they kept them separate, but still had it in the same universe. Oh, definitely. And what come to think about it, I mean, Black Adam, all of their magic word is all the same. Yeah. But Shazam kept that as his name, which is kind of confusing of why when it comes, oh, my name is Shazam, he didn't like go back to regular form. Or, my only critique, and this is weird because it's usually the opposite problem with DC movies, it could have been shorter. Like a little bit. They could have condensed it. There was a little bit of filler. Usually they put too much in a movie and it's like they do two movies in one. This one could have like almost been like an hour and a half long. Yeah. Was, there, it seemed like there was some, the, the, no, the plot was good. The story was good. There were some good twists and turns and a lot of really good action. Uh, but it almost could have been bowled down a little bit. That, and I think they tried to introduce, what is it, Young Justice or whatever the name is? Oh, no, uh, Justice Society. Justice Society. And they shouldn't have, they should have done that in a regular movie, not in this movie. This movie should have just been strictly about, and I think that might have been some of what made the movie too long. It was trying to tell two stories at once. DC's notorious for not keeping it simple, but this one was, I don't know. Like I said, it's weird because I'm used to them trying to cram too much into a movie and it, it result being too long and too complicated. This one almost felt like they could have bowled it down a little. Yeah. Like, like it just seemed like there was some filler in there. Which that's going to be in every movie, but I think they done that because, like I said, it was two movies in one. The Rock was great. Oh, yes. As Black Adam. Like I said, I, there's a lot. I mean, I don't. even my critique was not that bad. I'd, I'd watch it again. I've already watched it twice, so yeah. It was really good. And I don't know about the, you know, why they think, what was it, $230 million is not a lot of money? Or is it $320 million? I'm like, dude, that's... That's well, not like a said, failure. <laughs> that's what they expected. I, we still don't know exactly. I guess maybe, what. again, that's me being old. But, like, I think if a movie made a million dollars, it's like, okay, let's do another one. <laughs> mm, depends on how much they put in it. Well, no, that was profit. No, 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 it no. It profited no. $320 million. It was expected to make that. It probably Off did. Off of what the... It took 290 to make... And another hundred, a hundred of that was uh, advertising. So, Deadline reports the movie has grossed around, around three hundred and ninety million. That's a lot of million. Yeah, I would think a hundred million would be worth making us another one. I mean, but it's not. I mean, 1. God knows 1. what they had to pay the Rock. It's not one point one billion, but still. I mean, are we living in a world where you need to make a billion dollars for it to be successful? I Jesus. guess it depends on how much you got to pay the people in it. And all they talk about is the box office and the opening weekend. And I'm like, the movie lives on way past that. Yeah. It's going to keep making you money for five more years. But that box office 
and opening night. That's all. They, it seems like that's all they care about. Well, I mean, that's just your very upfront money right there. I mean, it's not like when it goes out to streaming streaming services, they're going to do it for free. I, I'll kind of wonder how movies get paid for us streaming them. That's what I wonder. It's like a licensing thing, but yeah, they pay them to have them on there. Yeah, but I wonder if every time it gets watched, if you want Black Adam on Netflix, Netflix Netflix paid to have it on there. That's why they don't stay. They, yeah, because their licensing runs out or whatever. Um, I started Yellowstone. I'm already in season three. Well, I started watching season two when y'all was watching it last weekend. Have you gone back and started it? Started it? No. It's a good show. I haven't had time. I haven't watched it. It's been on my list for a long, long time, and I am not disappointed. But it's kind of funny. I was, uh, I had a Alicia Rowland the other night because I was kind of, even though I like Yellowstone, I was making, fun, I, mean, I make fun of everything. Uh, I was like, because Yellowstone is so notorious. Everybody in the show does this. They'll say something epic or like, you know, real insightful, and then they'll walk off. <laughs> say, say something epic and walk away. It's like the, the big thing in that show. And I was messing with, I was like, Hey, say, I was like, Hey, say the sun's coming up. And she was, she goes, okay, it looks like the sun's coming up. And I, I took off my hat and looked at it real dramatic. I was like, yeah, it looks like it is. And then I walked off. <laughs> <laughs> I did like some acting. I did that. Yeah. I did that like five times. I, I had a, like a whole SNL skit. That's <laughs> I did hilarious. Making fun of Yellowstone. Then yeah. I'm, I'm willing to sell to SNL if they're, the, they're ready to give me a bag of money. The couple episodes that I watched with y'all was really good. It is. And uh, Sean's from Nebraska, and he's like, dude, it's kind of really like that out there in a way. Like the, the horses and the cows. Is, oh, yeah. It's like, a, it's like a whole drama. Because there's nothing else in Nebraska. Well, it's like Wyoming. In the, in the show, they're in Montana. Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska. Everybody's yeah. real cowboys out there. Yeah. It's not Kid Rock Cowboy. No. It's, <laughs> it's like... It ain't, it ain't your Mississippi bull rider circuit. It's real, true life. Oh, they touch on that, too. They they got the, the rodeo aspect in there. It's a good show, though. It, it, Tara and Alex were like, we weren't going to watch Yellowstone. We thought it was an old people show. I was like, what do you mean? An old, what is an old people show? She's so like, I don't know. Just like, it's kind of like a Western but they now they're hooked on it. They're ahead of us, I think. Yeah, they were watching it earlier. When and I'm I on went season three. And Alicia's already watched the prequel. What mm. else have you watched? Uh, well, I watched Wednesday, but I think I touched on that on the last episode. I, yeah, we did. We both watched it. But uh, I, I it still, I can't wait for season two of that to come out. Matter of fact, uh, and again, we did, we did uh, say this, but it's the number one Netflix show. No, it's been beat out now. Really? Yeah. Uh, Glass. uh, Glass Onion. What's a Glass Onion? Knife's Out Story. It's that new show that I was telling you about earlier that I was wanting to watch. Because I was on Netflix earlier trying to find something to watch. No, it was yesterday when I was looking for uh, Natural Lampoon's. And that Christmas Vacation wasn't on there, so I had to watch Vegas Vacation. Christmas Vacation, V-O-D. 
It's on prom. We got to be careful talking about prom. Yeah, because sometimes it's it's available to rent and it's not free to. Free sometimes to you, me. yeah. Sometimes you gotta. You, it says it's on prom, but you go there and then it's like you gotta rent it. Yeah, just because it's there, don't mean you get it with the prom thing. But I think and it's saying it's on HBO Max, but. Justwatch.com. I think that's an illegal site, though, isn't it? or is it? I have no idea. Maybe y'all had HBO Max pulled up inside. I, on stuff like that, I've got a Fire Stick TV, and in in my bedroom, I have a Fire Stick plugged yeah. into the TV, and I just hit that. Like, if I'm looking for a particular movie, I'll just click the button and go, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, yeah. and it'll show me all the watch options. And it categorizes it for free subscriptions that you have and then the third row is like stuff you'd have to pay for well i just went to netflix out here last night no it's not on netflix and uh but that's when i noticed that that glass onion was uh the number one i was like well crap i need to check that out (sighs) yeah it's to rent it's on prime but you have to rent it yeah but a christmas story you were right. That's that show from 1983 where they got the whole tongue stuck to the pole. Isn't that now, where that originated? Yeah. Now, there's the new Christmas Vacation, too. What? It came out in 2003, and I never even knew it. I didn't know that existed till this very second. Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Yeah. So it's just about him. I guess. Doesn't have a terrible rating, but it's not that great. There's Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah, I remember watching that, but damn, that was a long time ago. Well, I've reached the end of my notes. Uh, I had mine pulled up, but I don't think there was anything new on it. Uh, well. See, I don't, this is a bad thing. I don't remember if this was last time's notes or this time's notes. But uh, did we talk about Jeffrey Dean Morgan is going to be in season four of The Boys? I knew that, but I don't know if we talked about it. I think we did. And I know we talked about Kevin Conroy last episode, but his last appearance is going to be on... Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. His last voice of yeah. Batman? Yep. When's that come out, do you know? I don't know. But I've got three different things on here of podcast notes. and I know this one's old. So, yeah, I think, really, that's all I've got. Uh... Come see us in Bessemer, Alabama at the mill. Uh, That'll be New Year's Eve. We want you to call or text 662-767-4487. Let's do it like that. You do 662, then I'll do 767. Okay, 662. We'll have to do it next time. Uh, No, let's do it now. 662-767-4487. Eight seven. <laughs> that or, was natural. 
That or, wasn't rehearsed at all. Not at all. <laughs> or email us at popcultureforreal. That's the at number four. Gmail.com. The number four real. Uh, let us know what your go-to Christmas movie is. What do you watch every year at Christmas? Does it change? Is it something that you just watch? Is it something you only watch at Christmas? <laughs> is it something you just watch? I mean, you know, people's got movies, they'll swap them up. Yeah. I mean, you had three that you like to watch, so... I hope you had a very, very Merry Christmas. I hope you have a Happy New Year. I hope you have lots of fun, fireworks, family, friends, vacations. Vacations. Which means you went somewhere. Or breaks. Oh. Thank you for listening to episode 191 of Real Pop Culture. The bell's too far away. That's the bell mark two. <laughs> That's the bell mark three. That's not the second bell? That's the third bell. What happened to the first one? We oh, we lost, lost it. it, and then the second one broke, and now we yeah. got Yeah, you're right. It's mark three. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, Bob. Love you, mean it. Clark, what's wrong? Honey. It's bigger than you expected? <laughs> Smaller? What is it? It's a, it's a one year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Oh, God. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. That it is, Edward. That it is indeed. I'm sorry. This isn't the biggest bag over the head punch in the face I ever got. God damn it! Son. you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me i have one i like frank shirley my boss right here tonight i want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in melody lane with all the other rich people and i want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head and i want to look him straight in the eye and i want to tell him what a cheap lying no good rotten four flushing low life snake licking dirt eating inbred overstuffed ignorant blood Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol?